Hola, everybody. Welcome to the Unicorn Millionaire Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Stover. I'm a non-binary Latinx money coach helping my first-gen clients become millionaires. I'm a formerly undocumented Mexican-American and currently digital nomad traveling all over the world. And I'm super excited to have you here along with me on my journey. I talk about personal finance, money mindset, working, unicorns, rainbows, you name it. We're here, we're queer, and we are going to build wealth for ourselves and our communities. Hey y'all, how's it going? Happy 2024. Today, I wanna talk to you about the massive money moves that I'm making as 2024 starts off because wealth building is a long journey, but it's still important to be as urgent as possible when you want to retire early because I'm not dreaming of working forever. And it takes discipline and consistency and small moves over time, but also big moves too that I wanted to share with you. So I have already been laser focused on maxing out my Roth IRA. And people ask me why I'm so urgent about it. And it's because my Roth IRA is going to be what's going to pay the bills when I'm retired, whether it's when I'm 55 or 75, that is going to be my life source when I retire. And as a full-time solopreneur who's been running my own business and as a single income earner, uh, I've had my business for three years now, I have to fund my own retirement because I don't have an employer 401k match. I don't have that sweet, sweet, free money that my employer can give me in addition to the own money that I put into my retirement account. So I have to go ham as soon as the year starts. So I've only paid myself about twenty-two dollars or $24,000 for the past three years, even though my business has made about $170,000 in sales. A lot of that goes to my business costs, goes to paying my accountant, goes to paying for business coaching, goes to paying for business trips. So this past year, I paid myself $24K and a fourth of that money went into my retirement account, went into my Roth IRA. That is the only reason I know that I'll be able to retire early or frankly retire at all with just how expensive everything is getting, especially knowing that social security is something we cannot depend on when we are retired. Social security is already a joke now, and it's going to be even more of a joke by the time we retire. So I don't even factor in any social security, honestly. Uh, by the time I retire, I have to be purely self-funded. And the way I like to break down retirement for people, which I feel like really lands for, is basically at the end of the day, retirement, what it is, is you putting money into the stock market as if it were your emergency fund. And then by the time you reach a certain age after investing for decades, you start selling off that stock, converting it to cash to pay your rent to pay for food, to pay your bills, to pay your medical costs, which will likely go up the older you get because you've been funding your life in advance. And so that's why I'm really passionate about encouraging people to get started as soon as possible and focusing less on like age 
and focusing more on just getting started. Because I love my clients. I work with clients of all income levels. I work with clients who have a negative net worth, who are getting themselves out of debt because we live in a capitalistic economy that makes you borrow money to go to school to get degrees that don't get you the salaries that they promise they will get for you. A lot of my clients are first gen and they're honestly, they bail out their family members, which is something I help my clients with is reminding them that they don't have to be the nonprofit bank of their families anymore and to establish boundaries because the more you keep bailing your family members out, the more that's going to enable them to see you as the bank instead of them advocating for themselves and going to other sources of borrowing money because it costs money to borrow money. So if you're constantly lending money to your family members and before you know it, it's been years and they haven't paid you back, that $1,000 or that $5,000, I don't see that as just like a $5,000 loss. I see that as a $50,000 loss because you could have been investing that money this whole time and then you could have been buying assets and really giving back to your family and your community over the long term. So thinking in the long term is a big shift that I help a lot of my clients see, especially the more wealth they build. Uh, It's just getting us out of survival mode and making intentional decisions so that we don't have to survive anymore because survival is fucking tiring, honestly. So um, yeah, so I help with clients get out of debt. I also help clients who are millionaires still feel good about their money because the amount of money you have does not eliminate your money stress or money trauma. It just makes the money problems different, really, because the more money you make, the more you feel like you have more to lose as well, too. So yeah, I love helping my clients build wealth. And today I met with a client's as I, as we start the call, she was like, hi, how are you? Happy New Year. And I was like, oh, this is how I am. Let me show you. Uh, I am currently selling out of $17,000 of stock in my old employer 401k because I realized that I was investing in funds that were overpriced, not overpriced by a lot, but they were still charging more than I should be paying in fees. So... <laughs> I zoom screen share. I show everything. I show my clients all my accounts and how to invest, even something as simple as buying a stock. Like I show my clients step by step what it looks like to normalize wealth building because we didn't grow up seeing like our tios buy stock in front of us. But when I worked as a stockbroker in Indiana, it was so helpful for me to see all these casual white millionaires. They weren't any more special than we are. They just knew how to buy stock or they would call us to buy stock for them. (laughs) So... I showed my client how intentional I was being with my investment accounts and selling out of funds so that I can buy into cheaper funds. And then we started talking about IRAs and, and everything. And she asked me, should I be maxing out my 401k or my IRA? Which one has priority? And I told her, as a full-time solopreneur, my Roth IRA has priority because I don't have a, an employer 401k match. I have a solo 401k, but... Because I have it at Schwab, it's only a pre-tax account, and I'm a Roth freak. I always focus more on whatever has the words Roth in it. So I told her that I'm maxing out my Roth IRA and putting out in $7,000, which is the limit for 2024. If you're 50 and over, the limit for you is $8,000 for this year that you must be earning in earned income that you're reporting to the IRS. So 
It's not just like if you're making babysitting money and not reporting that. It has to be that, that amount of money that you're earning post-tax from your paycheck. Um, so that is why I'm so focused on my IRA because that's going to be my life source, as I said, of my retirement. But for my client, I said you, you should definitely max out your Roth IRA for last year if you haven't, and she has not maxed it out for last year, for 2023 yet. So she should absolutely do that first before even thinking about maxing out the 2024 IRA. You actually still have until tax time of this year to mark your contributions for last year, for 2023, and play catch up before you start funding for 2024. The 401k though, I tell my clients that one should be even more urgent, but the limit for that one is like three times higher as it is than it is for a IRA. So with the 401k, it's important to ask your HR so that you don't get over penalized. Just call them and say, hey, I want to max out my 401k this year. This is how old I am. Does the system shut off my contributions after I've reached the annual limit or do I have to watch out for that because I don't want to get penalized for over-contributing, which is a thing, but that's a good problem to have, honestly, to be wary of over-contributing, but you still want to protect yourself. There's no reason to get penalized for over-contributing to a retirement account when you can have that simple conversation with HR and ask them, how do I know how to hit the max without being penalized? I had another client who called HR and asked them, what percentage of my paycheck do I need to put based off of my income in order to hit the limit without being overpenalized? I'm on team max the shit out of your retirement accounts ASAP so you don't miss out on those quarterly dividends. And I know I just threw a scary white man word at you. Quarterly dividend is really just interest that investments pay out every three months because they're every year as a quarter. So every three months, it's interest that these stocks pay out, just like your high yield savings account pays you that interest that you're all excited about. With stocks, it's more. Honestly, the stock market can be up and down, but over the long term, you're going to get more in interest and growth from investing in the right funds than you will from a high yield savings account. And I think people just lose their minds with the stock market because it's so volatile. And yes, my stocks go up $5,000 in a day. They go down $5,000 in a day, but I don't touch it. I let it sit there and I'm so happy that I do that. But it's really important to just expect the stock market to continue going up and down. It's going to keep crashing. The stock market was engineered by capitalism to crash. So the wealthy people with their cash on the side, can swoop in and buy stocks for cheap, buy properties just like they all did during COVID. The people who didn't understand this sold out of everything and lost out. And before we knew it, the stock market bounced back and people felt the FOMO. And that's just a cycle that's going to continue to happening that I want to call out so that you can stop thinking of the stock market as the scary, volatile casino that you're gambling in. It's really not. The stock market is something that rich people put money into when it crashes, and they let their money sit there as long as possible. But when you're a long-term investor, that money's gonna grow more than it would in a high-yield savings account. So I'm on team, get those quarterly dividends as soon as possible, max out your 401k, your IRA, and be aware of income limits too. 
because there is a certain amount of money. If you're, for example, filing your taxes as a single earner, don't quote me on this, but I just Googled it because I'm not a tax person. Always consult your tax person. This is for educational purposes only. I think the limit for 2023, if you're filing taxes single, to have an income of $153,000 or less or so, again, don't quote me on that. But if you're making more than that, you can contribute straight up into a Roth IRA. My client that I talked to this morning makes more than $153,000, but the great thing about having an employer-sponsored 401k is you can do a Roth 401k option and your income doesn't really matter for the Roth 401k. It does for the Roth IRA, but not for the Roth 401k option. So I told her, stack that Roth 401k, get that employer match, get that free money, and just make sure that you call HR to make sure that you don't over-contribute and get penalized for that. And I'm always on team Roth because what Roth means is you bite the bullet now, you, you get that paycheck, you pay taxes on it, and that goes into an investment account that can grow and grow. But the good thing is you pay taxes today so that you can let that shit sit there for decades. And then when you take that money out, you don't have to fuck with taxes because tax rates are going to keep going up and up. And honestly, when I'm 75, I don't want to worry about paying taxes on the money that I've been growing intentionally for decades, which is what you do when you do pre-tax money. It might sound great to do pre-tax. Oh, that sounds good. But you end up potentially losing in the long term if you do everything through a normal 401k, through a traditional Roth, through a traditional IRA, excuse me, that's pre-tax money, but you're going to have to pay taxes on that growth. So imagine you get that paycheck, you do pre-tax everything, and your money grows for 50 years, you make bank, you have millions of dollars sitting in that retirement account, but then the IRS knows that you did pre-tax and that you owe that money And so you're going to have to do what's called a required minimum distribution, which the IRS will calculate based on how much money you have and your age. Right now, I think the RMD age is 72, but that's going to change by the time that we are of retirement age or you are of retirement age. That age changes all the time. So let's let's say that it's the age 72. The IRS is going to say, hey, you did a pre-tax IRA or you did a pre-tax 401k. You're 72 now. You're going to have to start taking out $10,000 of this money a year because we want our cut. We want you to pay taxes on that money you didn't pay taxes on 40 years ago. So I'm like, fuck that. Let's do Roth so the IRS doesn't have to bug me and tell me that by age 72, I need to start taking money out because I want my money to grow as long as possible. Even after I die, I want to pass off that money off to others, which is the point of building generational wealth is that you are building so much wealth that you'll have money to pass off after you die. That is what building wealth is. And I see so many people say that they want to build wealth, but yet they still feel guilty about building wealth for themselves. But it's like, honey, you are the most important piece of building wealth. If you don't take care of yourself, si no te cuidas, if you don't do self-care, get your massages, take care of yourself. You always give, give, giving. And rescuing everybody and being the savior in your family, you're not going to be able to build wealth for yourself and build wealth to pass off when you die. So it's not about you. It's about helping others and leaving a legacy long after you're gone. And that's the truth of it, that I feel like a lot of people don't want to hear. But I feel like that will help you 
think of building wealth as less of this, like, oh, I'm going to hoard wealth and be a capitalist pig type mentality that I still see in our community that needs to stop because it's not about us. It's about leaving an impact and money helps you help yourself and help others. That's the truth of it. So don't make building wealth about you and don't feel guilty about it. It's a necessity. Like we need money to pay rent to exist on this planet. We're the only animals on earth that pay to exist on this planet. And that's just the ridiculous truth of it. So, so I just help my client understand how to prioritize retirement accounts, those investment accounts as soon as the year starts. See if you have a Roth 401k, get at least the employer match. This week, I've also helped a client who just started working with me who for a year and a half thought that she was investing in her employer-sponsored 401k. And then I was like, during call, I asked to see it. And then she ended up having to call HR to be like, how do I log into my 401k? And she realized that she has not been investing in her uh, 401k plan, even though she, she thought she had. Pero por eso they hire me because we need to make sure we are investing for our future. Because that 401k is going to be what's paying your bills when you're retired. And it's going to determine if you're going to be able to retire early, too. Or at all, really. And so she, uh, I, I messaged my clients through WhatsApp in between our calls just to give them more value. And she sent me a screenshot. And she said, okay, the employer gives you a match of up to 5%. What do I do? And I was like, do that because that 5% is free money. The employer match is the bare minimum you should be doing. I'm so happy that even though I've never made more than 45K at my last nine to five, I put half my paycheck into my Roth 401K. So now my 401K, that old job has about $32,000 in it and it's gonna keep growing. Like that's the account that today, this morning I was showing my client. I'm switching up the investment so that it can grow even better for me. So I'm so happy that I helped my client realize that she is going to start investing in her 401k and to prioritize stashing that cash away poco a poco. And 401k is the best way to hide money from yourself. If you feel like you have a spending problem, you're spending too much, put more money into your 401k. That is the best way to hide money from yourself and invest for your future. So I love helping my clients prioritize the retirements and understand exactly what the fuck they're doing versus what they think they're doing to make sure that they can retire themselves. And also I know that a big goal for a lot of my clients is to retire their parents too. A lot of my clients are first gen Latinx. Their parents don't have retirement accounts. Their parents sacrificed a lot to come to the U.S. for a better life. And I know that that's a big goal that a lot of you have is to not only retire yourself, but retire your parents who are tired of fucking working and, and grinding in this capitalistic system. They might be in their 50s, 60s, 70s. And so what a beautiful gift it would be to be able to say that you retired your parents as well. So yeah, investing is just urgent. And I just wanted to share with you how I'm investing. And I think I I went off on a tangent because I'm so excited about this topic today. And there's always so much to say. But I know that I want to walk you through what I did in my Roth IRA specifically. So first day of January, I get $5,000 for a brand deal that I got paid to do. And I immediately took that $5,000 and I transferred it to my Roth IRA and marked it for 2024 because my limit as somebody under 50 is $7,000. So I immediately transferred that money to my Roth IRA 
marked it 2024. And the next important step is to actually invest that shit. You should not just be putting cash into your IRA because it's not going to do anything. You have to invest that money. If not, it's just going to sit there and lose value to inflation. Might as well have had that money in a high yield savings account. But the point of having it in a retirement account is to invest it in the stock market so it grows a fuck ton and so you don't have to pay as much in taxes. Because in your high-yield savings account, you get interest, but you still have to pay taxes on that. That's the beauty of retirement accounts is so that your money can grow, 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 and you don't have to pay as much in taxes. That is the point of having retirement accounts at the end of the day. It's not like they're just like this magical thing that guarantees that you'll have a retirement. It's literally to pay less in taxes. That's what that is. Oof, I'm keeping it real today. I'm like telling y'all how it is, how I feel like somebody, how I wish somebody would have talked to, to me about investing. Like, just tell me straight up what it is and how it works, please and thank you. None of this jargon. So I'm your fancy white man finance word translator today. <laughs> so that was yesterday. The stock market was open on January 2nd. January 1st, everything was closed, so I don't count that. January 2nd was the the day that I could actually buy stock and move money around because the first was the bank holiday. And then today is January 3rd. I woke my ass up and I was like, I feel like putting $1,000 into my Roth IRA. So I transferred cash from my high yield savings account to my Roth IRA and I bought more low cost stocks that are just going to sit there for decades. So that's how intentional I'm being. And I think one thing that trips people up is a lot of people think that they have to wait until the very last minute to like know how much they can put into your Roth IRA. And what I learned working as a stockbroker is that January 1st, people hadn't even made that much money yet, but that January 1st was hitting and they were maxing the shit out of their Roth IRAs. They're transferring $7,000 because they trusted themselves to know that throughout the course of the year, they'd at least make $7,000 in post-tax income. So the IRS doesn't care that, oh, you have to have made your first six months of paychecks. They don't care about the timing. They just want to know that by that, the full year has passed and you made that amount through your paychecks eventually. So as a business owner, I paid myself that amount and I trust myself that I'll make $7,000 or more uh, in this year. So you don't necessarily have to wait. But if you don't make that money, you might get penalized too. So, oh. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. Cuidado. You have to, through the course of the year, make that money uh, through earned income. But I trust myself every year that I know I'll make that much. Every year for the past three years, I've made at least twenty-two dollars or $24,000 on my personal income. So a big chunk of that goes to my retirement. So that's how I'm being strategic as fuck. My goal for this week is to hit that 7K uh, limit for my IRA and I'm absolutely investing that as soon as it hits like I'm transferring cash and I'm buying stock transferring cash and I'm buying stock I'm not just like transferring cash and hoping that it will magically invest itself because it's not going to do that so that is how I'm starting off my year maxing the shit out of my retirement accounts because I'm not trying to work forever or if anything I'd love to work but be work optional I'm like I told my client today, I was like, I'm like the queer Latinx non-binary Susie Orman who's rich and helps others build wealth, but has an island in the Caribbean with her partner and just works because she feels like it. Like she's wealthy. She doesn't need to work, but she wants to. 
And so that's the vibe that I feel like I'm already kind of adopting, but it's going to be even more so when I'm a multimillionaire and when I'm of retirement age. Because I'll still be wanting to work, but I want it to be meaningful, impactful work. I'm not going to just be doing any job just for the money because I've been stashing that hash for decades intentionally. Um, so yeah, that's the vibe for 2024. The vibe for 2024 is also going with the flow. I feel like last year was a very intense year. If you haven't listened to my last podcast, I gave you a breakdown about me traveling through seven countries, being in Asia, dealing with a 14-hour time zone difference, moving to LA, then moving to Mexico, and the struggles I went through, but how I still persevered and made about 61K in sales in my business last year. I did the most. I was in very masculine, make shit happen energy, and I traveled the world. I adopted a cat. I did so many things. And I'm tired now, and I just want to go with the flow and receive and receive, which is great because yesterday I received a free LinkedIn premium subscription that's worth about $240 because somebody posted on LinkedIn, and I just saw, and I commented. They were like, I'm giving away a free membership. And I was, cool, I want that. And then I also asked them, can you give it to my friend Yanira, who's a Latina career coach, because both of us had canceled our LinkedIn premium subscriptions to save money. And then I was like, huh, this is a cool sign to receive from the universe. Let me ask if Yanita can also be gifted a free LinkedIn premium subscription. And she was sent that. So it's so cool to receive. So that's the vibe. Trust that all the seeds that you've been planting will reap their rewards, but also rest and receive. And I'm so glad I gave myself seven massages in seven days to wrap up the end of the year last year, and I'm going into that receiving mode this year while also trading tens of thousands of dollars in stock too because I'm planting the seeds for my retirement decades in advance through my Roth IRA, through being intentional with my money moves, and I love sharing that with my clients and with you on this podcast. So if you'd like to become one of my clients and start the year off making massive, massive money moves, I am taking one-on-one -on -one clients. I work with my clients for now at the time of this recording for three months at a time. We meet every two weeks. You have WhatsApp access to ask me any questions in between calls. You have access to all my masterclass recordings and you have a financial plan tailored to you, whether that's student loan or credit card debt payoff, increasing cash flow, investing that shit, and starting a business or tweaking your business finances so that you spend less time stressing about running a business and more time being fulfilled and making money in your business because there's nothing better than making money from something that you're passionate about. So you can book a call to work with me at the link in the show notes. I'll leave that there. And happy 2024. I hope this year brings a lot of rest and abundance for you especially for my, you're my clients. <laughs> We've probably talked about you taking care of yourself and getting massages. Oh, that's one thing. One of my clients was like, I really am enjoying working with you and I'm excited about our time together. And I love that you focus on financial literacy and self-care. That client got a massage and then she scheduled another massage a week later. I was like, hells yeah. We need to automate massages like we automate our investing and incorporate that Instead of wondering, oh, when am I going to get a massage? Like, after you get a massage, be like, I'm scheduling one in a week or in two weeks. And normalize and automate that to eliminate decision fatigue 
So working with me is holistic. It's not all about the money. It's about you taking care of yourself so that you can build wealth in sustainable, exciting ways. So yeah, work with me. <laughs> it's as simple as that. If you know you've been wanting to and you want help and somebody who will guide you along the way because you're tired of doing everything alone and helping others and being everybody's go-to person, I'd love to be your go-to person so you can rest more while also making intensely intentional money moves. All right. Have a great day. Bye. The information contained in the Unicorn Millionaire podcast is provided for general informational use only. Your purchase, download, and use of this material does not constitute a client relationship. The views expressed by the Unicorn Millionaire podcast hosts and guests are not intended to constitute accountant, legal, tax certified financial planner, stock advisor, or other professional advice. Users of this podcast material should not act upon this information. Users of this podcast material should do their own due diligence by independently verifying all information, products, and services mentioned with their own qualified professionals before making any decisions. We assume no responsibility for information contained in the Unicorn Millionaire podcast and disclaim all liability with respect to errors, inaccuracies, omissions, misleading, or defamatory statements. Users of this podcast accept and understand the terms of the disclaimer.